Thanks for listening to the Woodward Podcast Network. Check out more shows by searching for us on Spreaker or wherever you catch your podcasts. The Woodward Podcast Network with Krupka Dental Associates. Hello, this is Dr. John Krupka from Krupka Dental. We now have the Saleo Laser. You can have your fillings done without needles nor drills. We are a full-service dental office and always accepting new patients. To learn more about me and my friendly team, visit KrupkaDental.com. Good morning. Hi, everybody. Welcome in to a Tuesday edition, Tuesday, August 2nd, 2022. You are listening to Focus Fox Valley, an opportunity for us all to come together to highlight conversations surrounding the people, the causes, the organizations, the ideas, all the things that help our community to thrive. And you are welcome here. So pull up a seat. So much to get to on this Tuesday. First, a quick shout out and thanks to our friends over at Sturdivanton Associates for their support of Focus Fox Valley. You'll find them at 500 North Commercial Street in Nina or the old train depot in Nina. Eric and Carl are there for you with all things Medicare, Medicaid, free advice, of course. And all it takes is a phone call, 920 Nine six nine nineteen fifty six 1956 is that number. All right, 75 in sunshine here today. Truly, it does not get much better than that. Hopefully, you are enjoying this beautiful Tuesday. Coming up in our next half hour, we will talk with our friends over at Mile of Music. Yes, Mile 9 getting underway in downtown Appleton this week. Truly the best place to be if you want some live music this weekend. But right now, we are talking with our friends over at Zimmer Financial Group. You'll find them at 717 Eisenhower Drive in Kimberly. Give them a call, 739-9244. And today joining us, Brandon Warman and Mike Zimmer. Gentlemen, good morning. Good morning, Haley. Morning. Good to see you both. Happy summer. How's August treating you? August is going well. Unfortunately, my daughter had to put her dog down this morning. And for those listeners out there that have pets and have gone through that, you know what that's like. So So stopping there right after the show here and and, uh, see where we can, see what I can do to help her out there. Yeah, sometimes you just need need your dad. Yep, Sometimes you just need your dad. Yeah, that's so hard. Our condolences to that family in the loss of a pet. That's really tough. Uh, Brandon, summer going well for you, you though? Yeah, it's going very well. Um, you had mentioned it's sunny in 75 today. Yes. That, that reminds me of the Joe Nichols concert. They were in, he was in Freedom earlier, uh, I think within the last month. So, Country uh, Fest, yes. Yeah, our church puts on that every year, and so that's kind of a little reminder. I used to live in Freedom, and we could hear the concert from our patio every summer. So we would sometimes just sit out, listen. Have a cold one. It was a good, very cool thing. And I've attended it a couple times, too. I went to Sawyer Brown when Sawyer Brown was in town. That was a good one. Too. I think if you live in Freedom, I think you can hear it. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it's it's pretty loud. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we have lots to talk about today. Uh, recession on the brain. Before we d- dive into this too deep, quickly, a little disclaimer from the folks at Zimmer Financial Group. The short answers given on this program are for informational purposes only because each individual's financial situation is different. Listeners are encouraged to sit down and review their overall situation with a qualified full-service financial professional. They're located at 717 Eisenhower Drive, Kimberly, Wisconsin, and can be reached at 920-739-9244. Securities offered through Securities America Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC, advisory services offered through Securities America Advisors Incorporated, Zimmer Financial Group, and Securities America are separate entities. Well done. You must do this for a living. (laughs) That was very impressive. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you. All right. So we're talking recession today. And I think a lot of thoughts come to mind when it comes to this. If you have money in in the markets, this is clearly coming to mind. If you are checking your phone every day, I know my husband will say, hey, honey, check check this out. And he'll show me some numbers that aren't the greatest. Uh, But first, before we dive into this and what you're seeing over at Zimmer Financial Group, can we define it if possible and understand kind of what a recession is? Yeah, so the technical definition has pretty much historically always been um, two quarters of negative GDP 
And, and so if we look at so far this year, where obviously the markets had a lot of volatility this year um, through the first, we, although July was actually a pretty good month, um, it was actually up 9.2% if we're looking at the S&P 500. But even with that upside um, through July 29th, um, the S&P 500 is down just under 13% for the year. Um, but if, if we're looking at recession-wise, um, we've actually had two negative GDP quarters. We just, we just found that out last mm. Thursday. And so the technical definition has historically been that we would now be in a recession. However, you know, there, like with everything these days, there's, there's opposite viewpoints of is that really the technical definition going forward that we're going to continue to have. But um, until I guess we have a more gr- agreed upon you know, definition. I, I think that's still one that most people look at. Yeah. A, yeah. Well, we usually try not to get too political mm-hmm. on this show. However, there have been, I, could you say ruffled feathers or some interpretations, I suppose, the current administration uh, saying, redefining perhaps the word recession just pa- this past week. What are you hearing in regards to this? And how are you kind of interpreting this to your clients? Yeah, well, they're, they're, everything gets reinterpreted for political purposes and and yes we are in a technical recession and and um, but there are shallow recessions and there are deep recessions so because the labor market is strong the consumer is strong this recession probably will be a very mild recession and technically we are in a recession so on the one hand while we are in a technical recession it may not be that bad we are in a recession and they are playing politics with it so. Well, since 19... Oh, go ahead, Brandon. Were you going to jump in? Um, I, I was just going to say, and one thing, recession, like like Mike alluded to, it doesn't necessarily always mean, hey, we're going to go further and further into a deep recession. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of in a unique time frame where we've got inflation for the first time in a long, in, in several decades. And we're, the Federal Reserve is trying to raise interest rates to slow down the economy kind of on purpose because we've had such a hot hot inflation numbers and then and we're starting to see some of that coming through there are um with the the cpi number that comes out monthly that was 9.1 percent of headline inflation which is the highest we've seen in in decades and so there is the thought out there amongst a lot of economists right now that we may have peaked on inflation we won't know that obviously until we keep seeing the numbers coming in the next few months but however we see that number come down the thought is the Federal Reserve might start pausing and they might, you know, there's even people that think in 2023 that they might reduce rates again and mm. start reducing rates if, if, as if the economy slows down and we continue to get negative GDP print quarters. Um, all of a sudden, we instead of going quantitative tightening, we might go back to QE where we're, you know, pumping pumping money back into the economy. We can only hope for things to go down. I filled up this morning, $70. Not great but better than it had been uh, a couple weeks ago. Right, right. <laughs> and and unfortunately, we've got we can be energy independent, but we are being limited by getting our own energy. So you can go down the green path, but we also need fossil fuels in the short term and so we really need to be on a dual path to get to get to the clean energy down the road, but in the short term we don't have the technology to do that. And again, it's that that gets very, very political. And so the gas prices is, is highly self-inflicted and we didn't have to go through what we're going through. I want to go back, though, because we have been in a recession before since 1948, uh, 10 periods with two or more consecutive quarters of negative growth, that official historical definition of a recession, 1949, 1954, 1958, 1970, 75, 80, 82, 91, 2009, and 2020. So we've been here before. How have you kind of guided your clients through those periods before. And, is it, and isn't it crazy that 2020 was one of the years I, that you I, just listed? I, I, so, I read that and went, w- so really? I, oh. Know, <laughs> when I'm talking with, you know, colleagues and um, clients, it, it hasn't been that long since we had a recession. Yeah. Now, they look very different. We put the pretty much the entire economy in a coma during COVID in 2020, and, and and we kind of forced that recession, but we rebounded very quickly. The market was down very sharply, 34 35%, but bounced back. And if you looked at your statements on just an annual basis, you'd be like, wow, we had a great year. Um, whereas this year, 
a little bit more lingering effect. It's harder to get rid of inflation. So this one might be, you know, probably lingers a little bit more. Obviously, it already has. Um, but eventually, as we look at all of the past recessions that we have, historically, that has turned out to be a good time to be buying stocks. So if you're somebody who's putting money into your 401k, if you haven't filled up your Roth IRA, if you've been sitting on a lot of cash, you know, whether you deploy it right now or you do a dollar cost averaging, historically, it's been a great time to buy when stocks are down and some people might say on sale right now. I also was kind of surprised to see 2020, but I, I would imagine we were all a little distracted that right. year with some other things that were going on. We're talking with Brandon Warman and Mike Zimmer today with Zimmer Financial Group. Uh, recession is on our mind today. We're going to take a break when we come back. Uh, what do investors need to prepare for and what might the outlook be for the rest of the year? We're getting that magic eight ball out again. Stick with us. More conversations to come right here on WHBY. All right, time now to head over and chat with the good guys, heating and cooling. Dan Christensen joining us on this Tuesday. Dan, good morning to you. Good morning. We've got a beautiful day on tap here in Northeast Wisconsin. So instead of talking about cranking in, cranking up that air conditioner, we're going to talk about Wi-Fi thermostats, getting a little uh, high tech here with us on the program. Yeah, so uh, you know, Wi-Fi thermostats have been around for a while. And it's something we see every year. More and more people are adapting. And we see a mix of people that will put them in and kind of forget about them. But there is a lot of uh, nice features you can get on uh, Wi-Fi thermostats that you may not think about right away. And one of them is we got a lot of snowbirds in the area that travel out um, in the winter. It's a great thing to protect your house. So if your furnace is not keeping up or it's getting too cold or too hot, you can set alerts. It's a great way to be alerted in case something's going wrong. I love that. And so, yeah, yeah, Dan. So if you're kind of away from the house and maybe something isn't right or the temperature gets colder than you thought it would, you want to, you want to kick things up a little bit, uh, those Wi-Fi thermostats can really come in handy. Oh, certainly, certainly. And what we've noticed, and, you know, many, many commercials you'll see when you go to the box stores, you'll see them for sale. Uh, the one that we've been installing for a while, we've installed pretty much all of them to a certain degree. And the one that we really like is the Ecobee brand because they're real uh, simple to understand. And the nice part is they come with everything you need in the box. So if you're looking at trying to uh, put one in yourself, that's a, a great uh, great one to put in. And uh, one thing to pay attention to that, you know, like, like everything, the marketing department of any product you want to buy will always tell you, Oh, it's so easy. Anyone can do it. Well, one thing we run into is a lot of the thermostats here in the area are wired to run on battery. And as we know, uh, a thermostat takes a little bit more power to run everything. So you, you need it wired to always have electricity. And that takes just a little bit of uh, adapting. Um, Ecobee makes it pretty easy. Uh, Nest, we've had a little bit more trouble with, but they've gotten fantastic compared to where they were. Uh, but yeah, I, I certainly recommend anyone who has any concerns want to just be a little bit more in tune and make sure their house is at the right temperature and nothing's going wrong, Wi-Fi thermostat is a fantastic way to go about it. Interesting. You know, we are kind of moving in the direction of, you know, everything on your house can be controlled by your cell phone or smart device. So you might as well yeah. control your thermostat too. Oh, exactly. And the uh, Focus on Energy program does have a deal out if you haven't gotten one of those yet. Uh, they do give you $50 off and you can go right onto their online marketplace. Uh, you can look at all the Ecobee, they have NAFTA on there, and they have a few other brands, um, and they'll just ship it right to your house. So it's real real easy, and you can save some money. Excellent. All right, Dan, how do we get in touch with the good guys? Maybe pay a visit or give you a call. Sure. Uh, you can give us a call anytime at uh, 920-734-1436. Uh, you can check us out online at goodguyswi.com or stop in our showroom here next to uh, the Dick's Sporting Goods out by the Fox River Mall on Greenville Drive. Excellent. All right, Dan, thanks for calling in here today. Always great to talk with you. Have a wonderful rest of your week. You too. Thank you so much. All right, Dan Christensen over at The Good Guys, Heating and Cooling, Once again, welcome back to Focus Fox Valley. We are talking with the team over at Zimmer Financial Group. 
717 Eisenhower Drive in Kimberly, Brandon Warman and Mike Zimmer joining us here on the program. Uh, a few minutes to go. We're talking recession here today. And one thing I'm sure your clients probably having conversations with you and the team and saying, hey, anything we need to prepare for? What do we need to do? What is your advice to those asking questions about a recession? Right. And so we always come back to talking about the long-term plan. And unless they need that money tomorrow or in three months, it it doesn't matter and they just should enjoy their summer. Because if you think back um, and if you pull up, let's say, a five-year chart of the market, um, in there are there are spikes and there are drops, and we talk about the person walking up the stairs playing with a yo-yo, and you have to watch the person's feet because the stairs are in the long run going up, but the yo-yo is going up and down. So stop watching the yo-yo because in 2018, the market was down 20%. In 2020, the market had a 34% drop, but over that whole period of time, the market has gone up. Mm -hmm. And so what we tell clients is they're going to get every penny of their money back. It's just a matter of time. And so whether it's December 31st, March 31st, June 30th of next year, that money will all come back unless they have a self-inflicted wound. And so we've had a great run over the last five years, and then you have some dips. And if you, as long as you have a long-term plan, stick with it. Don't make any, you know, any self-inflicted wounds. And everybody always wants to make a change in their portfolio right. when the market's down. Like, what do we, we should be doing something? What are, you know, what can we change? Should we get more conservative? But that's generally, that's the worst thing you can do because you don't want to sell when everything's low. That's when everybody wants to be buying because you're, you're going to be buying at low prices, low valuations. And then that's really going to benefit you in the long term, whether your goal is, is putting money down for a cottage or getting into retirement and it's going to get you to that goal a lot faster if you don't make any of those self-inflicted wounds. Um, I, I was researching a few charts over the weekend and um, looked at one piece that JP Morgan puts out um, all usually every month. And so it looks at the 20-year annualized returns for different asset classes from 2002 to 2021. And so it has the average investor made 3.6% over hmm. per year on, on for that time period, even though we've had a lot of great years in there. And the S&P 500's performance during that time period was 9.5%. So a big gap and a big part of that is right the time that we're in right now, that's when people are making those self-inflicted wounds and, and selling when they should just be riding it out. Mm. And one thing I'd like to add is we talk about when the market, every so often the market dips and it shakes out the weak hands is the term that they use. And that's when the sophisticated investors come in and buy those shares cheap. And what I tell my clients is we want to keep educating you so the next time there's a market dip or the time after, you call and say, hey, when can I add more money? And now you're a sophisticated investor. And that's part of the education process. All right. Well, let's get that magic eight ball out. We want to talk the outlook for the rest of the year, if we could. I know this is a tough one, but what are you seeing? Yeah, so it's tough. I'd say the big investment themes that we have heading to the end of the year, we touched a little bit on it before, but inflation is really the key factor that everybody's looking at. If we can, if we can see some meaningful declines in the year-over-year -year inflation percentage, where we're at 9.1, if all of a sudden we get down to 6, 5, and maybe end the year around 4% year over year. So the target inflation that the Federal Reserve wants is 2%. Um, and so we had been previously to COVID, we've kind of been in that Goldilocks economy where we've been between 1% and 2%. And they really haven't had to do many adjustments to interest rates, so they've been very low for a long time. Um, and they're, they're trying to steer us back to that Goldilocks environment where we're not too hot, not too cold. All right. Lots covered here today, yes. but I always appreciate your insight over at Zimmer Financial Group. And if our listeners are looking for some advice as well, looking for some direction, how do they get in touch with you, set up an appointment? Yeah, they call and we don't charge them anything to go through and take a look and see where they're at. Because a lot of times in this uh, environment, advisors get nervous and they're not calling their clients. Mm. And it's a great time to have, your, ha have maybe a second opinion and see where you're at. And also for people that are retiring, let's say in the next five years, as as, as your advisor, or if you don't have an advisor, has anybody laid out a plan to say, here's what you can expect from Social Security. Here's where your investments should grow to. Here's what your after-tax income is going to look like at 60 and 62 or 64. And we can lay out those scenarios. We don't charge anything to do that. And it's just a, a nice service for your listeners.
Excellent. All right. Where are you located and how do we make that call? Yeah, we're at 717 Eisenhower Drive. Uh, phone number 739-9244. Excellent. Well, Mike, Brandon, thanks for being here today. Always a pleasure to talk with you. Uh, believe it or not, we'll, we'll connect again in the fall. Packer season. Sounds great. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Packers are going to be good this year. I think so, too. Yeah. All right. Well, take a quick break. When we come back, all things Mile of Music. Get your pens and pencils ready, folks. Also, get ready to download their app. That's going to be a great way for you to stay in tune to all the music. So coming up next, our Mile of Music conversation. But first, today's Garden Bite. This is Focus Fox Valley. Welcome back to Focus Fox Valley on WHBY. Well, it is with much excitement and anticipation that we are sharing Mile of Music Week is here. It is an original all-music festival right here in downtown Appleton. Mile 9 this year. Can you believe it? I remember still the first couple of years of Mile of Music, and this festival has just continued to grow and grow and grow. Thousands, thousands attending, hundreds of musicians and bands, and we are getting you all the details today. Quite the crew in here in the Myron Construction Studio. First, Kim Willems with Events Promotion and Social Media Manager with Mile of Music Festival presents. Hi, Kim. Hi, thanks for having us. Good to see you. Also in our lineup, uh, Ian Thompson with Myla Music. Ian, good morning to you. Good morning. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. And Steve Lonsway with Stone Arch Brew Pub in the house as well. Hi, Steve. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Each of you playing a very important role in the success of Mile of Music. So I kind of want to introduce you, if that's all right, have you share a little bit of how you're connected. Kim, I'll start with you. Oh, gosh. Okay. So how are you kind of connected with Mile of Music? Obviously, uh, events, promotion, social media. What does your day-to-day role kind of uh, entail? Yeah, so I mean, when you say that, it sounds like a big title. Um, I basically help with all the communications, the social media, email communications, our app communications, and then um, also working with our sponsors and partners. And then on top of that, I also help coordinate volunteers, which hopefully we'll get to talk about later. I hope so as well. Uh, When it comes to the music, though, Ian, you have a huge hand in that. Talk with us about your role. Yeah, I'm the uh, festival director and talent buyer for the festival. Um, So, yeah, it's uh, my my main focus is uh, securing all the talent uh, for the festival uh, as we go throughout the year. So I do a lot of traveling. whether I'm going to a Folk Alliance International Music Conference or Americana, Fest in Nashville, just scoping out talent and you know building relationships and maintaining those relationships uh, with artists and their teams, management and booking agents. Excellent. Steve, I know that Stone Arch is a big sponsor of Mile of Music, a restaurant partner. You feed the artists, as you were telling me. Also a venue, I, I believe, as well. Bike to the Beat, part of that. Did I miss anything? What can you add to that? I think you got it all. There's there's a lot, a lot of a lot of things moving. Uh, this is a huge weekend for us. It's a huge weekend for the community. We're we're just so humbled to to be a part of it. Um, it's it's my favorite week of the year, and it's the week I work the hardest. I, I haven't figured that out yet. Mm, well, <laughs> if they say if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life, right? That's exactly, exactly. That's what they, it is. They're then. clearly lying. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get some of the uh, I guess the the dates out of the way first, Kim. The dates for Mile of Music this year. Yeah, so we'll be in downtown Appleton August 4th through 7th, so Thursday through Sunday. Thursday through Sunday. And not a lot of downtime in between those days either. There's music on how many stages this year? This year we have 40 venues, so we're very excited about that. And um, we're going to have 700 sets throughout the weekend. So definitely, like you said, not a lot of downtime. Not a lot of downtime. 700 sets. Ian, how do you organize that? Um. <laughs> Uh, lot Big of, lot, of, lot of stone arch beer. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, <laughs> um, yeah, we, we basically, you know, I, I like, I'm a very lean oriented person. So um, if you follow me on my Instagram or social media, I'll give little tidbits of how it all comes together. But we have this big conference room wall. We hang big posters um, on there and then take sticky notes and write each band name down on that sticky note. And each poster represents a venue. Play, uh, put it up there and it's good visual for us to see um, how the schedule's lining up and then we have um, some 
interns that, that help us out to take what we put on the wall and put it into the system. Mm. Thank goodness for the interns, right? Yes. yes. Oh. Very much so. <laughs> That's yes. amazing. That's amazing. I know we're going to plug this a few times, but you mentioned the app uh, and you mentioned the app as well. Kim, this is a really great way for you to see all of those 700 sets, learn about the artists performing, where those venues are all of the above. Why is this app crucial for participants? Yeah, our app is just incredible. And over the past, I think we started the app in mile two. And since then, it's just grown to be such a great tool because you literally have every single piece of the schedule in your pocket. And this year, we have our push notifications back. There was a little snafu in 2021. Um, but those are back this year. So we'll be able to communicate any changes. Um, fingers crossed for no weather changes. But you know, there are other changes that sometimes occur or if we add things. Um, it's just a really great tool and you can see what's going on where you are. Same for our website, you can also see shows near you. Um, so that's another great option for people too. Excellent. And, and it's in, I'm guessing, the iTunes App Store, yes. Google Play Store. I'm yep. not a, I'm not an Android user, so I don't know exactly the name of their store, but I know they have one. Yes, it's uh, free to download in the App Store and Google Play too. Excellent, excellent. Steve, I see you nodding along. You have the app, I'm assuming. Oh yes, I live by it. <laughs> you live by it. How does it help from your perspective as a venue host, but you're also uh, feeding artists, like you mentioned? You know, how does that app help, or what is your role in Isle of Music, and how does that app help with help with that? Well, the, my role is uh, I try to oversee to make sure that the beer is pouring fantastic. That's a very important all, all role, venues, yeah. Uh, as well as feeding the artists. Um, I have a team that really kind of takes care of that more so than I do, but I always like to pop in and 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 uh, make sure everything's going good. Uh, as far as the app, I, I, I live by it, literally. Um, my phone is usually plugged in when I'm in the vehicle because I'm on that app constantly, and it wears the battery down when I have it on the whole time. Uh, but it's nice, to, to obviously, to see the changes. Um, we're not going to have bad weather this year, so we don't have to worry about mm -hmm. that. That's mm -hmm. nice. Uh, but also to see who's playing at our place because I'm not at our place a lot. So it's always nice to see who's playing and then uh, adjust to staff as needed. So uh, like I said, it's it's crucial for me. You mentioned you're brewing. Anything special for the weekend or what's on tap for so those we, attending? We have a lot of different beers that we're doing. Our Scottish Ale we have to have. We have our Blueberry Wheat, which is fantastic mm. summer beer. Mm -hmm. um, uh, we have Adler Brow in cans. Now Adler Brow is a very historic beer from this area. Uh, it was from a recipe from 1946. We're going to have cans of that available uh, throughout the, the parks and in our place as well. And our honey wheat. So a nice summer lineup of beers that should do well. And uh, history has shown through the different miles that those are the beers that people want the most anyway. So why why invent something new when you got it right there in front of you? I, I'm still stuck on that recipe from 1946. That's cool. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> neat. It's a neat story. And that's what we're all about, having a story behind the, the name. Excellent. Ian, I know you work with the artists a lot. How mm -hmm. thrilled are they to know they're being fed, taken care of, all that kind of stuff? Um, well, it's it's huge, um, but I'm also just currently looking under the table, and I don't. You didn't bring any blueberry wheat with you, Steve. Oh, so. uh, not to share. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I guess I'll have to get some tonight. When there you go. tonight at Stone we, Arch, when yeah, uh, we got live music tonight too. Yeah, yeah. Mile Nine artist Lily Lewis yes. will be there. So, yeah, um, yeah it, it's it's absolutely huge to have um, what's what we call the artist care program, and Steve and Stone Arch when they feed the artists, that's part of it. Um, a lot of these artists, you know, they're, they're out touring, you know, going back to pre-pandemic days, 250 plus dates of the year, mm. and they don't have access to certain things or they play places, uh, as, as other festivals or just venues that really haven't been taking care of them. So it was our mission to take care of these artists in a, in a unique way. And that's where the artist program, uh, artist care program came up, came to be. And, uh, you know, having them fed and having them hotel, you know, lodging provided to them and, um, dental care, um, audiology care, skin care treatments, mental health. I mean, it, it's absolutely a game changer for the music industry and the music festival industry as well. I Every time I hear about this Artist Cares program, I'm blown away, so impressed by it. We, It's one thing that ugh, you guys are doing that right. And I know it's made a difference. Artists have been greatly impacted. I, I, I hate to say lives have been saved, but there was a diagnosis that was, was found a couple of years back. Kim, is that correct? Yeah, I believe it was after mile seven. So 2019, there was a gentleman from one of our um, duos who 
had a spot on his arm that he, you know, oh, I, I should get that checked out and then just never did. And then the opportunity presented itself at Mile and it turned out to be melanoma. He was able to get it removed and be able to leave, you know, safely and with the peace of mind knowing that that was removed. So that, yeah. I mean, it's an amazing story. We've also heard other stories of you know, artists going and getting cavities filled and haven't been to the dentist in X amount of years. So it's definitely just an incredible program. And we're so grateful for all of those partners as well. Kim's here. Steve's here. Ian's here. We're talking mile nine, believe it or not. Nine years of mile of music. It's truly incredible. We're going to take a short break, but when we come back, uh, really truly for everyone, families, we'll tell you more about some of those all ages venues that you can check out. Also volunteers, they are needed. We'll tell you more about how you can be part of this unique and wonderful event happening in downtown Appleton. Stick with us. More Focus Fox Valley after this. We're back. We're talking Mile of Music, getting you up to date, up to speed, and in the know for everything happening with this year's Mile 9. Can you believe it, Kim, that it's nine years of the festival? I know there was a pause in there, but still, nine years, incredible for this. Yeah, it really... I mean, it's flown by, I think, and it's just crazy that we're on mile nine. So Absolutely. Kim Willems with us here today, along with Ian Thompson, both from Mile of Music, and Steve Lonsway with Stone Arch Brew Pub here as well. You've got some live music tonight uh, you were mentioning, so kind of a little early kickstart to Mile of Music. Do you ever get a chance to talk with the artists, Steve, and, and what what's their feedback? I, I do. Uh, throughout the year, I do more so than I do this week. This this week's pretty hectic. Um, so it, it's it's awesome to hear their stories and tell them our story. And, uh, of course, when there's beers involved, it, it, a friendship <laughs> develops really fast. Yeah. And, and that's what's really special to us. Uh, we take it very seriously. We always have. Mm. So being coming a partner with Mile Music was just a natural transition for us. You're also part of Bike to the Beat. Want a quick plug. Uh, is that correct? Yes, absolutely. We do uh, a special beer for that event. Uh, and our new Little Shoot location is actually a stop on that route. So we're really excited for a lot of people that haven't even seen our new place. To, to see it and be a part of it. And we're doing a honey lavender blonde ale that is just outstanding. Uh, yes, I'm biased, but it is really good. <laughs> and that's the beer that we're doing for that event as well. So, Well, if you can't stand by your own beer, get out of the kitchen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Excellent, <sure>. Steve. <laughs> I want to make sure we talk about volunteering, though. Volunteers make this event happen. I, I, I know so many events are kind of in a tough spot when it comes to volunteers. Where are we sitting right now, Kim? Do we need more? Yeah, I mean, we do have a few more spots available. I am really proud to say that we have over 500 volunteers this year. Wow. And that That's is amazing. just incredible. So we have a very, very loyal base of volunteers. Um, this year we've kind of worked, or not kind of, we have worked with groups as well. So we worked with local organizations, um, whether that be sports groups or nonprofits, to kind of give back to those groups as well. So that has been a huge piece of the puzzle in getting some of those key beverage sales shifts filled. And, you know, those are just fun shifts where you're enjoying the music right there as well. So it's really great to have all of those people involved. Um, We do have about, I would say, 50 to 60 shifts that are still open. So if people are interested in volunteering, we will definitely welcome more volunteers. Excellent. Any perks with volunteering? Yeah. T-shirt? Yes. T-shirt, of course. And then we you have a lanyard that um, goes along with that. And then we also are offering access to our um, music makers, sponsors, and volunteer lounge. So you'll be able to go there during the four days of the festival and grab snacks, water, all that kind of stuff, and stone our trip beer. And then um, we will also be offering each volunteer a ticket to our first songs show, which is tomorrow night, August 3rd. And that will be, that's a sponsor and supporter showcase. So that's why we chose to invite volunteers as well. Excellent. Excellent. One question that I think a lot of people uh, comes to mind for people, is this an event I can bring my kids to? Is it family friendly? You do have some all ages stages. Ian, I'll let you kind of take this one. Are families welcome, I would think, at to some of the stages, of course? <laughs> uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Yes. Uh, I mean, definitely families are welcome to the event. Um, you know, Milo Music is is it put on for the community. So, you know, every, everyone from the community is certainly welcome. Um, our all ages stages this year, 
um, really nothing different than what we've done in the past. You know, we've always had all ages venues and stages um, within the footprint of the festival. So it's really just designed for just that people of all ages, whether you have young music fans or old music fans. I mean, you know, anywhere from zero to infinite number, you know, aged, you know, we're, we're definitely open to that too. Mm-hmm. I believe we have 18 uh, all ages venues this year. So that would be about half, which is mm-hmm. awesome too. Cause I think you can see music at any of those stages at pretty much any time of day that there's music going on too. Right. Yeah. Thanks for that number. I couldn't yep. remember how many exactly. Eight. Eight, eight, that sounds about right. Yeah. There's a lot of big numbers yes. going on <laughs> with you folks. Uh, 40 so stages, one, one 700, yeah. 700 sets, one great mile. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, my goodness, we are really excited for this weekend. Uh, come up in the next half hour. Kim and Ian are going to stick around. Steve, you're welcome to stick around too, if you'd like, but we're going to really dig into the music uh, more on the artists and um, how we find them too. One thing I want to plug the before we take uh, our break for our CBS news you, Mila Music's always been about original artists. And I, I want to ask Ian, why at its core is that such a strong thing that you stand by? Um, basically because of their art. We want them to display their own art and be different. You know, it was just for us to set out to be different than anything else that was happening um, in the state or in the country. Um, a lot of festivals or events that you go to, there's... Um, you know, these artists that come, they, they do play covers uh, at those events. Um, so we want it to be different and say, you know, we want your art to be on display. We want um, our attendees to respect and listen to you and the things that you're creating as an artist. Very cool. All right. Mile of Music this Thursday through Sunday. And we've got more Mile of Music coverage coming up with you in our second hour of Focus Fox Valley. Alex Thomas will be swapping places with me. Uh, my thanks to Alex for uh, filling in on the, on, the, on, the, on the late here. We appreciate it. And my thanks to Kim Willems, Steve Lonsway, and Ian Thompson for sticking around as well. So more to come. More Focus Fox Valley coming up in hour number two. You're listening to WHBY. Sunlight hurts my eyes. Good afternoon. It's hour two here on WHUI of Focus Fox Valley. Alex Thomas filling in for Haley Tenpass. And this next 20 minutes or so is all about Mile of Music as we're talking about Mile 9 starting Thursday, August 4th, going to Sunday, August 7th. And hard to believe we are finally at Mile 9. And I'm sure uh, a, a lot of our listeners are very excited. And we're joined with Kim Willems and Ian Thompson from Mile of Music, guys. Uh, first time I've ever met you, and it's nice to uh, nice to meet you guys. And I bet you're so excited for these next couple of days, next four days that are coming up shortly here. Yeah, we're you know just two days away, and two days from now we'll be kicking things off. So very Absolutely. excited about that. Yeah, we're ready to go. Abs- that's great to hear. And one of the but before we get into a lot of the music that's coming up, obviously a huge music festival in the city of Appleton. Uh, a couple of general questions that I have for you that I, I've been asked from a couple of friends that uh, they hear about it from uh, across other parts of the state. What's Mile of Music? What's it all about? Uh, is this a ticketed event? And do you have to pay anything whatsoever to to come to an event like this? No. So that's the beauty of Mile of Music is it is a free event. So it's accessible to any music fan in the area or outside of the area, like you said. Um, so it is a free event. No tickets needed. Just find a venue you want to head to or an artist that you want to check out. And um, as capacity allows, you'll be able to see those artists. Mm-hmm. And I know that there are 40 venues, so we don't have to go through all of them just because <laughs> if, you could rem- you. if you could remember 40 venues uh, off the top of your head, I would be highly impressed. Uh, but like I said, 40 venues, are, are there some of them that are uh, not bigger than others, but where more headliner bands will be, if, if that makes sense uh, mm-hmm. of a question for you guys? Yeah, for sure. There's, um, you know, we have like Jones Park, which is one of our main stages, um, Houdini Plaza, um, Lawrence uh, Lawn, the, the main stage at Lawrence Lawn. So that's going to be on the corner of Drew and College Avenue. Um, Emmett's and Spats are kind of like our, and the ballroom, the Hilton ballroom, uh, main ballroom. That's kind of our biggest 
Um, that one's indoor. Uh, the other ones I mentioned are outdoor. So those are our largest uh, stages we have. Uh, and then we kind of have listing rooms as well, which, you know, would probably be really nice for, for your demographic here at WHBY. Um, those are a little bit, tend to be a little bit smaller, with the exception of the Lawrence Chapel and Harper Hall this year. Um, so Chapel is about 1,000 capacity and Harper is about 250 capacity. So you essentially have no excuse not to come to this because it's everywhere all over Appleton. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, and, and if we're you, biased. But <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and how can you not love music? So oh, it, it, Music, uh, it cleanses the soul. Uh, in my opinion, it's one of, the, one of the best things you can do in the summer is uh, go to one of your fab- favorite establishments here in Appleton, and there's no shortage of places where you can go. It's just it's an awesome event, and you guys obviously do a, a fantastic job. We're joined with Kim Willems and Ian Thompson uh, here with Mile of Music. A couple of other questions that we have here uh, just for, for the gen- generality of the festival. Uh, what would be your recommendation for if there are any uh, parking issues or road construction? What would, be, uh, what would be some suggestions for people looking to, to come to the festival and, and where they should go to potentially find a spot to park? Yeah, so, you know, everyone in Wisconsin always says that we've got two seasons, winter and construction. I think that's <laughs> especially true this year. Um, so we actually, we know parking is a challenge downtown, so we actually are down a parking ramp downtown as well, speaking of construction. So mm-hmm. we definitely want people to plan accordingly for that. Uh, parking ramps are a great option for, um, you know, just parking your car there all day. It's a maximum of $5, so it's very affordable, and you don't run the risk of your meter expiring sure. and that sort of thing. So. That's definitely a good option if you're planning to stay all day. Uh, recommend carpooling, too, if you're coming with other friends or whatnot. Uber and Lyft are great options, too. Mm-hmm. There's definitely parking options available. Just have to kind of plan ahead. For sure. For sure. If, and also, if you're one who bikes and lives, you know, in distance to bike, um, you know, there's many bike racks uh, throughout the downtown footprint as well and, uh, and bike lanes, too, so you can safely and securely find your way. Another big question that uh, that we do uh, that, that I've heard recently is, is the Mile of Music bus back this se- this year? I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but it is not. Okay, so okay. We, that's, that's why we ask these questions right. to get keep it out your, there. Keep your fingers and toes crossed for Mile 10, because we definitely missed the bus for eight, and we will miss it again this year. But um, Valley Transit's been a great partner, and we're hoping to have them back again in some capacity for Mile 10. Excellent. We're joined with Kim Willems and Ian Thompson here. Mile of Music as uh, getting started here on August 4th, this upcoming Thursday. And as we're getting started, the event can't happen without music, so it's time to shift gears and actually talk about the music that is coming uh, to Appleton. Uh, I guess the there's a lot of time and planning, I'm sure, that goes into, into your plate, uh, yeah. Ian. How how exactly are you finding the musicians and the artists for a, a, a great festival like this? Yeah, there's uh, there's definitely several uh, ways and pathways to, to finding the talent that, that comes here. Um, some of those are through um, art, other artist recommendations, artists that play have played the festival in the past. They're on tour. Let's say you know that you and I are in a green room somewhere in Nebraska and you're like, Hey, you know, where, where have you, where's some of the best spots you've played? And I'd say Appleton, Wisconsin. And what's there? Oh, we have this thing called mile of music. So that's one of the, one of the key ones. Um, another one is through, uh, the artists, they have booking agents. Sure. So a lot of these booking agents, um, mile of music is, you know, a festival for developing artists. So these booking agents who have developing artists on their roster will send literally 12 to 15 artists and say can we get all of them you know we unfortunately can't get all you know the rosters from everyone so it's you know just trying to find the ones that could be a right good fit for what we do here and the other one is through artist submissions we take uh we do take some artist submissions take a very small percentage of that however but that's another um pathway to getting into the festival as well now the question with submissions do you receive a lot of submissions when that time comes we we do we've kind of we've capped it over the last few years Mm -hmm. but at at one point you know a few years ago we we said okay we'll do 300 or 30 days whichever comes first like a warranty or something and uh within i think a week we had 300 artists so we Mm -hmm. had to shut the submissions down (laughs) (laughs) Are, are most of the artists are they uh, from Wisconsin, the Midwest, or are they all over the country? What's the what's the demographic of people coming to Appleton? Uh, all over the world. Wow! So no kidding. we have uh, this year we have for the first time we have two artists from the UK. No kidding, that's so cool. Um, several states, you know, 
Nashville's a big conduit, sure. obviously. Um, you know, California, Missouri, New York, Pennsylvania, um, Canada, for sure. Next year, we've already booked an artist from Australia. Um, so yeah, this thing's, you know, it's, it's really taken off to be a, a you know, global known uh, music festival here in here in our town, and there's I, I presume there's a lot of different styles styles of music coming from a lot of the groups that are obviously coming to to town here. Absolutely, it's it's also part of our our mission to go back to how many where the artists are coming from. Um, this will tie into the, that question. Sure. That you know, back in 2019, we set a goal to have 40 percent of our lineup uh, be from the state of Wisconsin. And this year we've met that goal to finally have 40. It's probably like 41%. I, I was going to say, I think we surpassed it. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit. Nice. Uh, so technically it's 41% of our lineup is from the state of Wisconsin. That includes artists from Appleton, Green Bay, and you know other Fox Valley mm-hmm. um, locations. Um, but it is also another one of our um, missions to continue to um, highlight diversity, uh, genre diversity, diversity in the talent. Um, because you know, as a community festival, we really feel that you know, in order to represent our community, we have to put what our community is represented on stages as well. We're joined with Kim Willems and Ian Thompson. We are going to take a quick break here on Focus Fox Valley. Don't go anywhere. We're talking more music after the break here. It's HBY. Welcome back in. It's Focus Fox Valley here on WHBY. Alex Thomas filling in for Haley Tenpass. We're joined with Kim Willems and Ian Thompson for Mile of Music. That gets kicked off August 4th this upcoming Thursday and goes through Sunday. Uh, Want to stick with the with the music a little bit before we do let you guys go. And we, we talked about a lot of the groups that are coming to Appleton. How many of those groups are returning groups or groups that have played here before? If you had to put a percentage on it. Oh, <laughs> more numbers. Um, <laughs> I, I love throwing the numbers out to um, the people. I, I'd say probably this year, I think this year we probably have the more most returning artists. You know, we've had, I'd say, more than about half. Yeah, that a something? little bit more than half, probably yeah. 55% if okay. we have to put a number on it. Yeah, sure, <laughs> sure. Does it make it easier for you guys that you talk to groups that they say, yeah, we'll come back next year, that's that's no problem at all? Or is is, is that kind of how it goes? Or is it is each year kind of an individual basis? For- each year is individual. Okay. I mean, you know, we could literally you know put this festival on repeat year after year, but I mean, how boring would that become? Yeah, I get that. Because um, everybody does, does want to come back. And sure. they want to come back mainly because of all of you guys, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's how well you treat them. It's the hospitality. It's it's that Midwest nice. Mm-hmm. And that goes such a long way in, in retaining and, and obtaining new talent and retaining the old talent too. Um, just whatever is happening here, you know, it's so special. And it, it reverberates throughout the world. As I said, you know, we have artists from UK coming here and because they've heard about sure. what's happening here and they want to be a part of that. Why do artists, why, why do they love playing in, in Appleton? Why do they love this this festival so much, Mile of Music? What, 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 why exactly is it the reason why these groups come back and, and they want to play in this? I think there's there's a couple of factors. Um, one, as I mentioned, was the hospitality factor, you know, that they're treated so well. They're treated probably better than anywhere they've ever played before, um, as well as, you know, our messaging and our fans pay attention to these artists. You know, they're respected. They're treated well. Um, when they're in the listening room, you know, it's, it's listen to the artist. If you have to have a conversation with, oh, what's, you know, what's the kids doing it, you know, when they're off summer, this isn't the time for that. Take it outside. Right now, the focus is on the artist. When they're working, they're working on that stage. It'd be like, you know, me coming in here mm-hmm. and, you know, talking your ear off while you're, sure. you're trying to work, right? Sure, sure. <laughs> so let's, let's focus on these artists and, and, that really, again, reverberates to what why they want to come back here. Mm-hmm. We've got a couple of minutes left with you guys. Uh, this is kind of a general question that uh, that that I have for both of you. Uh, this festival, it's obviously it's it's integral to the city of Appleton and 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 to you, both of you. I can I can tell how much this it means to you guys. What makes it so special? What makes Mile of Music so great? I'll go first. Yeah. <laughs> so I think, you know, it really has become such a staple in the community. And I think aside from that, it just is its own community almost. And I yeah. think, you know, people it's a great place for people to come congregate and meet the artists and just really feel like they're part of 
the event itself and I think there's a lot of opportunities for people to get involved with the event um, whether it be volunteers or sponsorship or anything like that so I mean I think it's just a really great community builder I, I, I would agree with Kim. You know, it, it is a great community builder with, as Kim touched on, also within the festival itself, there's a community. And, you know, in the music industry, we talk about the music industry ecosystem, how we're all part of this component. Like each component is part of this bigger thing. And I think that's resonates true to Milo Music, where, you know, it's one of the few places that artists can walk down the street, integrate with music fans. And both of those sides are very open to communicating with each other and building a community within our community. And, sure. you know, that's an, another factor why artists want to come back here because, again, they're just taken care of so well. And uh, it's a really special event for for the artists who play it, for the, the attendees who attend it, and, you know, everyone who's involved in it. And the big thing that we want to drive home for everyone, and you guys were very uh, emphatic about it in the first hour, download the app and it will make your life a whole heck of a lot easier. Absolutely. Yes, you nailed it. So <laughs> it is a free app available in Google Play Store and the Apple App Store. Um, it just has everything you need right at your fingertips. If you can't download the app, we know some people are having issues with, um, you know, kind of timing out of it. If their phone is older, um, the website is a great option too and kind of shows you where the shows are that you're near. So, yeah. Do either of you have any parting words before we let you go and get ready for such a, a special occasion coming up here in a couple of days? Bring your, you know, best attitude, bring your smiles, and let's just have a good time. Yeah, absolutely. Be kind, be patient. Um, you know, again, just like, like Kim said, bring, bring the good vibes, bring the positive energy. And uh, and we're gonna have we're gonna have one heck of a time. Mm-hmm. Kim Willems and Ian Thompson with Milo Music. We really appreciate both of you stopping by and taking a, about an hour of your time to come in and talk about Milo Music. Such an awesome event, such an awesome occasion. Thank you both for your for your time, and we appreciate it. Thanks for having us. Thank you. We will be back for the second half of Focus Fox Valley here on WHBY. Don't go anywhere. We'll talk weather with. Uh, with Keith Gibson from Focus, excuse me, from First Alert Weather, WBAY TV2 after this. That's First Alert Weather meteorologist, meteorologist, excuse me, Keith Gibson. Keith, we appreciate you uh, giving us the lowdown on the weather and have a great rest of your day, okay? Thank you very much. We'll have more here of Focus Fox Valley right here on HBY. Child is precious beyond measure. If you care for a child with a disability and have limited income and resources, help is available. Children with a physical or mental disability or who are blind may qualify for monthly cash payments through the Supplemental Security Income Program, or SSI. The program provides help to meet basic needs for food, clothing, or a place to live and disability-related needs. It's money that can make a meaningful difference. If you're the parent or caregiver of a child or teenager you think may be eligible, call Social Security at 1-800-772-1213 or visit ssa.gov slash ssikids to learn how to apply today. That's ssa.gov slash ssikids. It's real help for the children. Message produced by Social Security at U.S. taxpayer expense. Welcome back in. It's Focus Fox Valley here on WHBY. We're going to shift gears and talk some Thompson Center on Lords. And joining us right now is Duana Kath, the executive director at Thompson Center on Lords. Duana, welcome back to the show. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me, Alex. Absolutely. And it's obviously a very busy time at the, the Thompson Center on Lords. Uh, you, you guys just have a, a plethora of different things that, that you guys, that you can do for, uh, uh, for the people there. That's right. We have a ton of different um, available options for people 50 and older, from physical to educational to entertainment. Let's let's get into the August uh, the August slate because it, it kind of starts off with a bang with you guys uh, on Thursday August fourth. Uh, you have a fused stained glass uh, a, a project with with kites. What, what exactly is this? I, I'm I'm intrigued. 
Well, we have a stained glass artist that um, teaches classes on Thursdays, but once a month he does a fused glass project, and you can come and select your glass pieces. Everything's ready for you. It's like a kit. Um, You glue the pieces together, design your kite, and then he's going to fuse it together and bring it back. And he does that every month. So fused kite this month and jewelry next. Wow, that is. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited about both projects. And, did, is that a, is that a monthly a monthly thing that happens uh, with you guys, or or is this kind of a, a special thing ex- with with this exact project? Once once a month, we do a fused glass project. Okay. Okay. So you'll want to look at the newsletter every month to see what that next project is. Absolutely. And how would uh, how would people go about getting that newsletter, Duana? Well, sure. We have them available um, throughout the community as well as here at our location at the Thompson Center, obviously, on East Lords. But you can also find that on our website, which is the TCOL for Thompson Center on Lords. Okay, that is uh, that is excellent. And just uh, just moving along, th- other things that are happening uh, in the month of August with you guys. It looks like you're doing uh, a, a little bit of a, a team up with Hooper Law and a Elder Law workshop. Time to update your estate plan. That's obviously a very important thing uh, for for anyone, whether whether you're age fifty or above or not. That is a, a very important thing to uh, to, to go over. I agree. Um, We offer a lot of different workshops available here at the Thompson Center, um, from estate planning to Medicare to the planning for your future care. Some are fun and safety with um, St. Paul. And then we also do a, or we have one that's coming up called My Aching Feet with Orthopedic Spine and Therapy. So we offer a lot of different workshops, technology basics, sign language. We have all kinds of educational um, available options for people that want to learn something new or just to find out a little bit more about these programs and what these different um, organizations offer. What would you say is the is one of, if not the most uh, uh, participated in workshop that you see there at the Thompson Center on Lourdes? I see a lot um, for technology basics. Sure. Um, a lot of people get that new phone and they're not quite sure how to work all those um, different buttons and gadgets and options that are on it. Um, So we have technology basics. Um, The next class that's coming up talks about how to register for classes on our website. And then they also do a QA and a for technology basics. And those happen twice a month. Another one that's really popular is the genealogy. You'll see um, a lot of participation. And those are programs that we um, offer through partnership with the local libraries. One is with the Appleton Public Library and the other one is with the Kakana Public Library. And that was kind of great partners. And I, I see that there is an event with uh, with the Kakana Public Library in August as well on Monday the 8th. That is That's awesome. The technology basics, right? Yes, yes, that is correct. Yeah. Yes, and uh, you know th- that is it's such a big thing, like you said, the the technology basics. That, uh, what, like I was saying earlier, like you're fifty or, or or older or not, you you have to be able to. We just live in a, a different world right now than we did twenty years ago, where where the technology basics are obviously very important. We're joined with Duana Kath, executive director at the Thompson Center on Lords, and, and I'm looking at another event here, which is which is pretty cool. Uh, it looks like you have a book club event on Thursday, August 11th from 1.30 to 3. And the best uh, the best thing of it all, it's free. That's, that's the best price that you can get. Exactly. So we have a book club. We have that um, once a month. They come in, pick up their book. The one for August is the Heirloom Garden. Yep. And then next month we already have our next book picked out. So it's another partnership that we have with the Appleton Public Library. Awesome. D- yeah. d- I can only, I, I, I will be the first to tell you, I have not read that, uh, uh, read that book before. I'm sure it's a good one. Am I right or am I wrong? I have not read that book myself. I'm reading something else right now, and then I can report to you on that next month and let you know what I think. I uh, I love to hear I'll it. Do a little book report for you. Yes, I uh, I absolutely love to hear that. And uh, before we uh, before we keep going, what is a good way to, for uh, for people to uh, to reach the Thompson Center on Lords with questions that they might have heard from uh, from us talking here? How would uh, what would be the best way of reaching out to uh, uh, to talk to you guys there at the Thompson Center on Lords? Well, sure, you can always 
contact us by phone. We have um, great volunteers at the front desk. Our phone number is 920-939-3088. You can find us on Facebook, or you can go to our website, which is thetcol.org, O-R-G. Excellent. Duana Kath here, the executive director at the Thompson Center on Lords. Don't go anywhere. We're going to take a quick break. We will continue talking more about what's going on at the Thompson Center on Lords after this here. It's Focus Fox Valley on WHBY. Welcome back here to Focus Fox Valley on WHBY. Alex Thomas filling in for Haley Tenpass on this Tuesday, August 2nd. Appreciate you joining us and joining me right now on the phone lines, the Settlers Bank phone lines, is Dewana Kath, the executive director, excuse me, at the Thompson Center on Lords. And Dewana, it sounds like you guys have a, a pretty big event coming up here. August 15th, what's going on at the Thompson Center on Lords on that day? On Monday, August 15th, we have our Old West celebration. So it's back in the saddle again. Put your boots on and mosey on over to the Thompson Center. We have musical entertainment, lunch. It's just going to be a great time. And it's one of those events that our Civic League puts on. They put an event on every single month. These ladies, you'd be amazed. The decorating, the things that they create. And um, here at the Thompson Center, it's just going to be a lot of fun. It sure sounds like that, and uh, uh, the an Old West celebration that, that that is has endless possibilities of what uh, of, of what could happen there, and that sounds like a heck of a time there at the Thompson Center on Lords. I may be wearing my cowgirl boots that day. I think we'll you, you have to, right? I mean, it's. Of course and I have to. Of course I'm going to. The best part about that, too, it's a Monday. You got to have something to shake up a Monday, too, and there's nothing better than a, a, a nice celebration like that to do that. That's that, that. What a great event. And an, I, I see another great event uh, coming up a couple of days after that. Uh, another uh, free event, too. Is you get to take a hike at Boobolt's Nature Center. I mean, does it get any better than that as well? I know. Isn't that wonderful? So you can take a hike at the Boobolt's Nature Preserve. That's a free um, opportunity that we have. We do have a rain date just in case. I hate to say the R word, but just in case we have that. That is listed in our um, schedule, our newsletter of all the different things. But, yeah, so just pre-register or register for these. Um, program so that way we know that you're coming and we'll meet you there at Boobles. What would be the uh, uh, what is the best way to register re- register for this event and what when's the the latest date that, that that you have to be registered for an event like that? You could register the day of. Nice. Yeah, you can register the day of. You can call us at our phone number 920-939-3088 or you can go online to our website the tcol.org. That's also where you can find our newsletter, um, learn a little bit more about us, and donate time, money yeah. to our programs. All right there on our website. And, and let's not forget that we're kind of highlighting the events right now that are happening just in August. You, you guys have awesome activities Monday through Friday and Monday through Sunday on top of this as well. Monday through Friday. Monday through Friday, excuse me. Yeah, did I say Sunday? I'm sorry. Monday through Friday, sorry. (laughs) Monday through Friday. We take Saturday and Sunday off as days to rest because we do have a lot of programs. We do a lot of stuff. Absolutely. Sorry. We have over 50 different programs weekly, but we have stuff coming up in September. So, I mean, mark your calendar, save the date. Our Civic League is bringing Elvis back on September 12th. You're not going to want to miss that. It's kind of the the kickoff to almost the kickoff to fall in September too, and Elvis. I, I like I like bringing a little bit of Elvis too. Who who doesn't love Elvis? I mean, let's let's be honest. Well, <laughs> he's got a lot of great tunes. I was going to say "Hunka Hunka Burning Love," but that seems <laughs> a little corny, so I'm not going to say that. Well, Duana, we really appreciate you. Uh, we really appreciate you joining us today. What's uh, what's another or, or another way for uh, or more? Excuse me, more ways for people to reach you. What's uh, what's the number to reach you and maybe uh, a, a, 
uh, I guess just the phone number where people can, if they have questions, sure. give 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 the listeners you your phone number. Call us. Yep, you can always call us at our phone number, 920-939-3088. You can find us on Facebook. You can go to our website, thetcol.org, or you can always stop in and see us at 2331 East Lords Drive in Appleton. That's Duana Kath, the executive director at the Thompson Center on Lords. Lots of great things happening in the month of August and also previewing what's going to happen in the month of September as well. So mark your calendars, everyone. What was that? I said just a sneak peek. Exactly, yeah. We don't want to reveal the whole thing. Just a sneak peek is uh, is correct. Duana, we really appreciate you joining us today and have a great rest of your uh, August, and we'll chat with you in September. That sounds wonderful. Thank you so much, Alex. Absolutely. That's Duana Kath, the executive director at the Thompson Center on Lords, joining Focus Fox Valley right here on WHBY. was great to join you today as uh, it was a... Uh, a very busy day here on Focus Fox Valley. In the 12 o'clock hour, we had Kim Willems, the events promotion and social media manager with the Mile of Music and the, the Mile of Music Festival uh, and Presence, uh, plus Steve Lonsway from Stone Arch Brew, Brew Pub. Uh, obviously, a very integral part he has in the Mile of Music, and also Ian Thompson uh, from Mile of Music. He helps coordinate a lot of the musical acts that you will see this upcoming week and weekend at the Mile of Music. Mile 9, hard to believe that we are in the ninth year of Mile of Music, but here we are. And also want to thank uh, Duwana Kath for joining us to talk some Thompson Center on Lords and everything that's going on out there as well. My name is Alex Thomas. Really appreciate you joining us today. And uh, we hope that you have a great rest of your Tuesday. Lots of great things happening out there and stay cool as well. I hope you have a great rest of your Tuesday. Thank you very much for listening. It's been Focus Fox Valley right here on WHBY. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.